three, two, one. Welcome to the Whole Phil Podcast. I'm your host, Phil Reese the DJ. That's my Facebook name. Really Phil Reese, that's my Twitter. Philip J. Reese, that's my Instagram, my dot com, and my real life. Tweet me right now, hashtag get your whole fill, and tell me all about yourself. I'm a lovable, loving, chubby, queer, sober, spiritual, vegetarian, feminist, radical, leftist, web developer, and DJ in DC. This is the podcast where you get your whole fill. I talk about whatever I want with whomever I want and do whatever I want because there's no rules, no format, and no fucking censors. Let's start the show. Today is Tuesday, August 3rd, and a couple of months ago, I appeared on a podcast called The Refractive Podcast with Johnny Guidry, and we had a great conversation about how the work of recovery can be used by anyone. The 12-step literature and advice from 12-step programs can apply to people who aren't in 12-step programs. Uh, We broke down a bunch of concepts from 12-step recovery and had a great conversation about how that stuff can apply to anyone's life. So here's a little snippet from that. And after that, please go find the Refractive Podcast wherever you find your podcast and check out our episode. I'm listed in uh, the in the title of the episode as a, uh, uh, and uh, you should be able to find it wherever wherever podcasts are found and uh, all that's left to say is be good to yourself love yourself and we're all in this together enjoy this snippet of the episode then go listen to the whole thing so Phil another uh, nugget of wisdom that uh, I know is so helpful to me in my recovery and it's something that we talk about a lot is the idea that shame uh, shame is the reason why so many of us turn to compulsions um, and uh, it deepened our reliance on these various substances whether it's food or drugs or alcohol to 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 numb and and muffle the shame we felt and so we've said that uh, shame lives in darkness and that when we, we we take the lid off the shame box and we, we let light shine on it, it loses its power. And I know that there is a, an expression that we use in the rooms about shame and the burden of it. And uh, why don't you share with us how that goes? Sure. Well, right. Just very along these lines, one of my favorite expressions um, is a burden shared uh, is cut in half and joy shared is doubled. Yes. Um, and that also ties into our former topic about, um, you know, about having a higher power and having a, a, a group. That's how I use my higher power in my groups uh, of trusted people. I, I, like I said, I go to them with a burden. And um, uh, I find it's really true. Uh, and the, again, Prior to this sort of journey I'm on now, uh, I I was I was an island, right? I would walk alone, whatever was happening to me, I would either hold inside bitterly, or I would lash out and act out over it. 
neither very healthy at all. Um, so instead of doing a tweet storm of anger or <laughs> or sitting around moping in bed or you know punching my wall, um, again I reach out and I, I share. And this goes for shame, and this goes for things that I am uh, hurt by. Yes. This this goes for things I'm you know uh, I, I'm disappointed in. This goes for things that perplex me. When I it, all any of those burdens, when I share them, um, then uh, they are less scary. Um, you know that I saw someone share on Instagram today about um, uh, something about uh, psychotherapy um that uh was really poignant um that you know a, a therapist doesn't and you know a lot of my friends aren't like trained therapists but they do some of that same work for me uh, a therapist doesn't um kill the monsters the therapist invites them into the room so that you can see that they have no teeth they got no nothing in their hands and they're scared and uh and weak yeah. Um, and uh, invites them into the room so you can face them. Yes. And that's what sharing a burden does. You can you can see it for what it is when you're when you're um, when you're sharing this burden, when you're sharing the shame with someone, something you're very ashamed of, or something that's really just bothering you because you can't figure it out. Um, it, it loses its teeth. Yes. It loses its teeth so fast. And the more you do it, the easier it gets and the more effective that gets. Yes, yes. And you don't need to take our word for it. Again, you can go to any religious practice from Catholicism to Judaism. They, they all have processes where you look at what is weighing you down and you share it with someone right? You either go get absolution for a priest or you have your family ritual in Judaism. And it, the point is that if you don't get it off your chest, you begin to withdraw. You begin to live in fear. You begin to live in isolation because you don't want people to know. And uh, the fact is, like you said, with that whole monster scenario and the therapist, it's like the thought and the belief of what we're holding is so much more harmful than uh, uh, than what is really there, right? The power is in the thought and the energy we give to it rather than what it actually is. And I mean, why do you think therapy works, right? Why do people pay for therapy? Because they need to go get stuff off their chest. They need to explain what's weighing them down. And uh, yeah, and we do that in recovery um, very often, that's what we share about in meetings, right? Like uh, when we talk with, with other members of a fellowship, we share that stuff so that it doesn't weigh us down and push us back into our compulsions. Again, that's why it works on the small stuff too.